Thank you for joining today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. And thank you for having a desire to be your best at work and helping your organization achieve success. This podcast focuses on tactical actions to improve workplace culture, and these tactics align to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Think of a time when you were in a meeting discussing an organizational change that occurred. The conversation focused on how that change affected the way the team is currently doing business. In other words, the organizational change caused your team to change a current practice or a way of doing business. See if this sounds familiar. The leader of the meeting presents the problem at hand with no purpose to the meeting and desired outcome. The team starts the conversation with challenging the organizational decision. The conversation becomes chaotic, emotional, and off track. The meeting ends and people feel frustrated and angry. Rather than solving the problem at hand, the team leaves with more questions than answers. And they also leave feeling that they've attended another unproductive meeting. How do we shift from a meeting like the one I just described to a productive one where we have the greatest opportunity to solve problems and build positive momentum for our teams? It starts with creating a problem-solving meeting agenda focused on gaining input from our team to solve a problem or make a change. The agenda structure keeps our conversations focused and productive. Here are the components of a problem-solving agenda. First, start with the goal of the meeting. Second, put a time limit on the meeting. Third, provide the situation at hand or identify the problem. Fourth, discuss the fences or parameters for the discussion, letting the team know they will have freedom to discuss solutions within the fences. Five, create an approach for the team members to analyze the current state. Six, create an approach to gain possible solutions. Seven, select and confirm the best solution. Eight, determine action steps. And finally, nine, summarize, appreciate, and close. Let's work through this meeting agenda with a true story about our Studer education team. Until several months ago, our broader company administered an annual employee engagement survey that was comprehensive in nature. The survey included, let's say, about 70 items. It was administered every October. Our Studer education team rolled out the annual survey results And then we selected 10 to 12 items we wanted to focus on during the fiscal year. Every quarter, then, our student education team administered a quarterly pulse check survey to gain input on how well we were progressing and improving. Leaders rolled out the quarterly results and created improvement actions aligned to the team members' input. Going into the second half of this year, our broader company decided to administer shorter, more focused employee engagement surveys every quarter. We made a change mid-year. Therefore, the broader company approach to using an annual survey and the student education quarterly pulse check survey process provided a challenge for our team. If we stayed with the current state, we would be administering our survey and the broader company survey every quarter. That is, our team would be taking two shorter surveys every quarter to total eight surveys. The items on the broader company pulse checks and our items were not the same. 
Our student education employee engagement team held a meeting with our team to gather input on how best to approach the new survey system without losing the aspects of our process that were beneficial to our team. So let's walk through the agenda for this meeting. We followed the problem-solving agenda template. Remember, the purpose of this meeting was to present a problem of practice, gain insight from our team, and ask the team to make recommendations for how we change our student education employee engagement survey process during the year. The first agenda item on a problem-solving agenda template is to communicate the goal of the meeting. The goal of the meeting was to determine the best way to modify our quarterly employee engagement pulse check survey process after our broader organization changed the company survey process from a longer annual survey to shorter quarterly surveys. The second agenda item on a problem-solving agenda template is to set and communicate a time limit for the meeting. Our meeting was scheduled for 45 minutes. The third agenda item is to provide the situation at hand or identify the problem. Dr. Sarah Miller on our team led the meeting. She presented the change the broader company made to the survey process and the issues that this change caused to our current quarterly pulse check process. The fourth agenda item on a problem-solving agenda is to discuss the fences or parameters for the discussion. This is where it gets interesting. Dr. Miller outlined what we could and could not change. For example, we had to create a new student education process for the way we do our pulse check surveys. Here's why. We will not have an annual survey to create the student education pulse check surveys. For our pulse check surveys, we included some standing items, and we always included five or so lowest scored items from the larger survey. So we lost our opportunity to get the information from the larger survey to continue this process. The broader company survey included 15 or so items every quarter that are standardized across the multiple company practices. The second parameter for our student education team is that our leaders continue to roll out the results of all surveys we administer. The action means leaders share the results and ask their teams for input on areas working well and those needing improvements. We've talked about the survey rollout process in some episodes on our podcast. The goal of the survey rollout process would remain the same, moving survey input into actionable items every quarter. Our team understood that there was freedom within fences where the discussion could occur. Individuals had room to contribute their input in a clearly defined playing field. Setting the freedom within fences in place allows people to have clarity, confidence, and a greater sense of control when engaging in conversations to solve problems. This is a critical part of a problem-solving agenda. Reflect on some of your past meeting experience for a moment. Without establishing freedom within fences as part of the agenda, the conversation could turn into arguing against a company change. The opportunity for getting to a solution that is in a team's control is lost when we fail to define the fences. In our team meeting about survey approaches, our conversation focused on what could be changed rather than arguing against an organizational decision that changed a process. This focus kept the conversation on finding a solution to change rather than on criticizing the broader company change. We focused on what we could control. By the way, including freedom within fences as part of a meeting agenda 
has a positive effect on changing the culture of an organization. We become more conditioned to solution building rather than arguing about an organizational change. There's a time and place for providing input on broader organizational changes. When decisions are made and we are part of an organization, we then move to executing the change and creating the best approach for our teams. The fifth agenda item on a problem-solving agenda is to create an approach for the team members to analyze the current state. The engagement team shared a handout with our student education team that included the new quarterly company survey items and the current items on our team quarterly surveys. Individuals at the meeting were asked to break into smaller groups and analyze the two sets of items and report on what they discovered. Each team reported out. Most groups reported that four items were on our surveys that were not addressed on the broader company survey. The groups felt the broader survey did not directly address these four items, and the majority of our team members expressed that these items were indeed important. The sixth agenda item is to create an approach to gain possible solutions. Dr. Miller asked the group to make recommendations for moving forward. Here are some options we heard. The first solution someone on the team recommended was to only use the broader company survey and stop doing the student education pulse check quarterly survey. Our team member recommended that individuals could determine how to integrate the four unique student education items when they were completing the broader company quarterly surveys. The next option was the polar opposite, of course. Continue with our student education surveys every quarter and complete the broader company surveys every quarter. The issue here was, as we talked about, we needed time to roll out two different surveys every quarter. We'd be rolling out eight surveys every year. Another option was to reduce our team pulse checks from four times a year to twice a year, mid-year and end of year. And after some initial discussion and possible solutions, Casey, a member on our team, proposed a solution as she listened to the feedback and analyzed the content of the four questions that were on our team pulse check. She noticed that the content of the four questions focused on the relationship between the leaders and their direct reports. The broader company survey didn't have questions related to supervisor-employee relationships. She proposed that relationships with leaders was important to our team. She recommended that we administer our student education survey once a year, roll out the survey results, and create an annual action plan. Then use the broader company survey to do pulse checks on the content of the broader survey items, as well as to do checkpoints on our actions aligned to our annual survey. Finally, our annual survey would include about 10 items focused on relationships with our leaders. The seventh agenda item on a problem-solving agenda is to select and confirm the best solution. After Casey introduced this solution, our team reached consensus that this was a positive approach. We refined the recommendation to create the best solution. We would administer an annual survey that would include items aligned to supervisor-employee relationships. We would include the four items and add other items to create a 10-question survey focused on supervisor, employee, and leader relationships. The team agreed to administer this survey every December with the intent of rolling out the results at the beginning of a new year and creating an action plan aligned to the greatest improvement needs. The eighth agenda item is to determine action steps. Dr. Miller provided the summary action steps, which included develop the draft 10-question survey, share the draft with the engagement team to gather input, make modifications and finalize the annual team survey, set a date to administer the annual team survey, 
and reinforce the responsibility of the team completing the broader company quarterly surveys so that we can gain quarterly insight on company-wide items. The last agenda item on a problem-solving agenda template is just to summarize, appreciate, and close. Dr. Miller reviewed the goal of the meeting, the actions that were taken, and thanked our team for their input and solutions. At the end of 45 minutes, this meeting agenda was closed. Our team was satisfied and pleased with the outcome of the meeting. The review and input process provided an avenue for the team to propose solutions. The conversation and approach opened a path for one of our team members to propose an option that all agreed to be a favorable change. Here's what's really important. With a tight meeting structure, our team was happy with the solution as a broader company change was imposed. Next week, use this meeting agenda template when working with your teams to solve a problem. Create the agenda, then communicate the goal and structure of the meeting. Finally, work through the items on the agenda to engage your team in solution building. As the executive leader of our team, I, I had ideas for how to solve the problem that faced our student education team with this survey change. Rather than move forward with my solution, I approached Dr. K.K. Owens, a leader coach on our team and the leader of our engagement team. We talked about the issue at hand and various ways we could make changes. Dr. Owens said, why don't we ask our team what they would like to do as the broader company changes the employee engagement process? I said to KK, great idea, let's do it. We agreed to use our next quarterly employee engagement forum to ask for feedback from our team. That's the meeting I just outlined. Remember these two things. First, when change occurs and we need to modify our practices, let's ask our team for input and ideas on how to address the issue at hand. Your team will offer good solutions that as a leader you may not have thought of. That's what I learned. Casey applied great critical thinking skills to propose a solution that our team agreed to apply. And she offered that solution as she heard ideas from our colleagues. That's what helped her get to a recommendation. Her solution was better than any that I had in mind. And second, individual team members will bring their styles and approaches to the discussion. Some people want to get to a quick solution. Some people want to discuss the problem to death. Some tend to argue against a change rather than focus the conversation on possible solutions. With structured, thoughtful discussions and analysis, someone will propose a winning solution. The agenda template for problem-solving meetings focuses people's attention on creating solutions. And then the conversation is fun and engaging. So when solving a problem and helping your team adjust to a change that has occurred, create a problem-solving agenda. So here it is. Start with the goal of the meeting, put a time limit on the meeting, provide the situation at hand, discuss the parameters for the discussion, remember, give people freedom within fences, create an approach for team members to analyze the current state, create an approach to gain possible solutions, select and confirm the best solution, determine action steps, then close with summarize, appreciate, and review. When we use this problem-solving agenda template as a guide, our teams own the actions to solve problems they help solve. Let's give our teams an opportunity to solve some of our most difficult problems. I promise you, they won't let us down. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. I look forward to connecting with you on our next episode, where we'll focus on how to bring problems to leaders in a productive way. Have a great week.